Dr. Hamouda Sali works at the University of Tunis, El Manar. Mrs. Yunyan Tsai is a serious game facilitator for Shiraka Trainings, the Netherlands. They share a conversation about making meaning by interpreting, by exploring cultural backgrounds, and at last, by serious gaming. Location of the meeting, Wolfenplein, once a prison, but today a hotspot for creative small businesses. Union, welcome. Thank I would you. like to thank you so much for accepting to talk to Turjman Project uh, about a subject that is of uh, much interest to every human being. But unfortunately, this area is being overlooked and denigrated by adult community. Uh, it's about gaming, play, uh, and what play can add to uh, any human being in his uh, personal life, in his professional life, uh, in his or her uh, interactions and relationships with other human beings. Uh, why? Because it can enhance, uh, as it is argued by so many scholars, it can enhance communication. Yeah. And poor communication is uh, the, the, the cause of all evils. Uh, it can lead to all sorts of error. Mm -hmm. It can lead to uh, quality issues in an organization, or a company, or a department. It can lead to uh, missed opportunities yes. if there is no proper relationship. It can lead to uh, trust to be destroyed, poor communication. So that's why it is wise for any organization, organization management or a community leadership to invest in a proper uh, communication, uh, in communication skills in general, uh, to invest in team building, to invest in trust building projects, yeah. and gaming, uh, and play in general, can enhance the cohesion inside any group, any community. Uh, in our lives, we, adult population <laughs> we invest uh, so much time in hard work in commitments uh, with social commitments I would say uh, but we never seem to pay more attention to the blessings I would say of play uh, so my first question perhaps is about the benefits and the blessings of play. Mm -hmm. What can play add to a human being, not mm -hmm. just a worker? Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for the question. And I need to check your... Uh, I need to check something else beforehand. Do you include me in this adult population or not? Well, in appearance, I can see... <laughs> 
You are an adult. But uh, to come closer to you, I would say perhaps I might exclude you from this community. Okay, let's let's take first. You include me in okay. the adult uh, population first, and um, the the benefits of of play for 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 adults. Um, yeah, I. Uh, Perhaps I uh, can describe it in, in two stages. Once I was an adult, I excluded play actually uh, from my working environment. Um, perhaps I had the idea, if you are an adult and a professional, a, uh, so many things become really, really serious by one definition, the definition of adults. Um, the moment that I could go beyond that and and myself experiencing play, um, I think something in my mind and and behavior happened that uh, first of all, I felt a lot of freedom. While playing, I felt a lot of freedom. And that was amazing, amazing and also confusing. So if I would feel that kind of freedom at work uh, with colleagues, how is it possible that it was not there before? Very confusing. Uh, so that took some years. Okay. I guess that took some years <laughs> to get uh, used to it and growing stronger in it to share uh, that experience. What uh, could play bring to you in a working environment and what it has brought me uh, is um, uh, a lot of creativity uh, suddenly the source of creativity was was opened and it seemed that source never would end um, stress disappeared so um feeling all different kind of demands either by uh, uh superiors or mm. uh people having expectations about me my performance or work that all this disappeared uh by having a playful mind and maybe to um make that even more clear in in play you could really say uh to the other person oh, okay now we're finished let's do it again and that point let's do it again yes that gives a lot of relief that's good but you you mentioned three main concepts here mm -hmm. i would like to stress upon them mm -hmm. here you mentioned freedom mm -hmm. creativity yeah and performance yeah in this sense how can you use the playful mind that you have how to use the let's say the objective of being more creative and achieving better performance to convince um, other people supervisors for example mm -hmm. and organization management as i mentioned earlier to convince them with the benefits of play, mm -hmm. of gaming, and perhaps they might argue that play is for kids and not for adults. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. community, mm-hmm. and there is a very uh, harsh resistance yeah. to play. Yeah. How you can face that yeah. uh, resistance? Uh, the the door to a possible answer would be um, uh, having a moment to. Um, to explore why there is so much resistance. So uh, if, if I would be in a situation to, to talk to an adult person uh, about play, uh, I, would, uh, uh, I wouldn't go into the benefits of play first. I would try to, um, to see how the ideas about play are in that person. And sometimes I feel there's a lot of resistance, and uh, I would open up, if if allowed, of course. Uh, why is this resistance here? Yes. In and and. Uh, Have you tried to understand? Yeah. What are the roots and the causes yeah. for such? Yeah. So can you can you can you just uh, give us just a, an idea about that, that that cause cause of resistance? Uh, Why people tend to overlook and to reject yeah. gaming? Um, I I have found uh, the 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 judgment and the um, what's the word uh, um, uh, when we when we grew up we have taught each other what it should be to be an adult mm-hmm. and somehow in that message we also said some things you have to leave behind yes so nowadays i i mean i have children i try to teach them you you can gain more experience and knowledges uh, uh, knowledges um but it is not i do not mean that you have to leave something behind that you including know, play yeah, yeah. If you if you grow up, of course you you will learn how adult people uh, interact with each other. It doesn't mean that you have to lose your playful mindset or the way um, uh, how you, uh, for example, experiment with stuff. That's a playful. Uh, that's a playful form uh, of interaction. Mm-hmm. The, you know you you still can try in that way yes play it, it it's a little bit yeah because of having children this is this is good question to to show you that uh, uh how i try to to raise them actually uh, i hope to keep them playful for a very very long time although they will see other adult people will judge them sometimes about their playfulness whether it's appropriate to a situation or uh, if you are an important person, you have grown to a VIP, mm-hmm. you should not show this and this behavior. I hope I can raise them that they understand it is something that another person is thinking and um, uh, expecting you to behave like that. You can choose to acknowledge that expectation or not exactly it's difficult to explain it is yeah Yeah. it is it is but i got very fresh insights into Mm. into the way how because i can understand from your answer uh, that the cause for that resistance is the 
misjudgment, misjudgment and misconception yes. about yeah. a typical adult behavior. Yes. A typical yes. adult behavior in a formal setting. Yes. That you have to behave in such yes. in such way, yeah. and you have to get rid of some other things yes. that do not fit into yeah. that uh, formal setting. Yeah. And I think. Uh, I also should describe to you, you know, it it didn't come easily to me to, you know, to behave myself like I do nowadays. Yes. Um, uh, it it does come with the feeling, um, you stand out. Yeah. And if the group, being in a group, belonging to a group is important, standing out is a very risky, dangerous or scary act to do. And of course, there were times that I thought, what am I doing? <laughs> These people are looking at me and I see their, the, the, I see that their eyes are judging me or, or you know, ex- excluding me, pushing me away. Yes. So it, it comes, of course, with um, some fear. <laughs> it, is, it is. But <laughs> that fear, yes. Uh, can 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 be explained in one way or another, but there, it is paradoxical, in the sense that we can see now uh, that in the business uh, yeah. uh, space and setting that so many organizations are investing in communication skills and the so-called life skills or soft skills. Don't you think that gaming and and and, and play? Can enhance and can boost the uh, those uh, soft skills and basically communication skills. Yes, I do. And to make people interact better. Yes. If they are into that setting of fun and yeah. and play. Yeah. Yes, I do, and that is because play is uh, being in in a playful setting, uh, playing with other people is a 100% spontaneous uh, situation. Um, you, once invited to come and play, will uh, show the, the, the very you of you. Yeah. You are 100% yourself. You, yourself. Yeah, that's what I... But uh, the problem is the barrier and the door to that. So there is fear, you said. And fear is the lack of trust. True, So can yeah. you explain to me now the two stages, the before playful setting and the inside playful setting. The before playful setting, it is characterized by fear, lack of trust. And once there, so many people argue that play can enhance the trust. Yes. And make people get rid of the fear, misjudgments and everything else. So how to make, how to cross now. Yeah. That river and how to make that very safe entry into that safe you make setting. Me, yeah, you make me think of push and pull mechanisms, <laughs> but perhaps that's not what you're <laughs> what you are talking about. Um, uh, push and push and pull are difficult, I think. Yes. Um, uh, if you if you if you would. Um, uh, watch clips by Jane McGonagall mm-hmm. and she is the author of Reality is Broken and she will mention four criteria for uh, good play or good gaming one of them is free will mm-hmm. so I can't 
force you to play. I can't force you. Yes. And that leaves other options, I think. That would be inviting, showing, um, waiting, um, But don't you think this is a long-term process? Because if you are inviting and waiting for people to accept the invitation, this needs time. And here people are, especially in this globalized world, people are having a, f a struggle to win the time challenge. This is interesting that you say this because in the trainings, in the Shiraka trainings, yes. it, 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 it came uh, as a topic too, time. Time is a relative concept. So in my uh, uh, belief, uh, time can be long and short. So I have seen people uh, accepting the invitation to play in two seconds. Yes. Also those who took months before they entered the the uh, the play that I've designed for them. So time is relative. Um, what does it mean if it takes a long uh, a long time? What does it mean? Um, it means that we have to be patient until the other person is ready to come. So, inviting people to be patient, do you think that also this invitation to be patient uh, can be well received and accepted? And I mentioned earlier in my introduction that we are living in this very hectic life. Yes. We are struggling to catch things. Yes. Struggling to defeat yeah. uh, the enemy of Time. The clock. The clock. The clock. Also, the clock. Yeah, yes. so it's different. The clock is asking us to hurry up, yes. but time didn't. Oh. Oh. <laughs> What's the difference between clock and time? <laughs> and now you get me here at a certain point that I find difficult, so I, I need a little bit um, of time to find an explanation while the clock is maybe hurrying me. Still, I take the time to try to explain it to you. I would use time also as the feeling of being in touch with you. Also having the eye contact. Also the intent of showing you, I can wait for you no matter how, how much the clock time is asking me to hurry. So there is a difference, a huge difference between the watch on my pulse here and the full attention that I can give to you. And I would express that in a word as time. Great. So You mentioned time and eye contact. Yes. Eye contact is part of body language. Yes. So you are reliant on body language yes. to understand whether your invitation is being accepted or yes. rejected. Yes. And also you give time. Yes. 
to read body language. Yes. Let's go to that space now of the setting, which is time and venue and place, in trainings, for example, and then body language and communication. I understand that you are involved in so many experiences uh, in which uh, participants from around the world are taking part and that there is a language barrier. Yes. I would like here to discuss with you the concepts of language barrier, the fences set up by language and culture on the one hand, and then the constraints of time. Yeah. Globalized world (laughs) inviting us to rush. Yeah. And then, and the clock, and I, yeah. I've i seen you also uh, setting your watch yes. just to finish an exercise or a drill or a game in a yes. particular time. Yes. And then the uh, body language in that uh, goes beyond uh, the fences of yeah. uh, the utterances and words. So how do you uh, make communication in that setting successful with those constraints and with those other factors? Your question was easily asked. (laughs) That's so difficult to answer and especially so difficult to answer in a rational way because I don't think it is a rational... It is not you know design as if i knew beforehand how to behave myself or or react to to interventions and surprises it 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 doesn't work that way and um i do get emotional now please i would like to invite you to that space emotional <laughs> space because this may explain so many yeah, things because it is First of all, it is difficult. It is difficult. And I demand from myself to be sharp and to set open all the senses. So it is not only uh, language and understanding, uh, but also the eye contact, the listening, and perhaps um, the one thing that's so uh, difficult to describe, intuition. And do I feel the flow in the group where they are? So that it's a sense, perhaps. Um, do I really feel contact with the whole group? What they want during the session? What they are afraid of? Or where their attention would rather be instead of the session, I very well can feel their ambition, the the the, the strong expectation towards themselves to succeed in the training because the stakes back home are so large. Um, so I do realize how important the training is for them. 
and um, in how to combine how to combine time clock uh, body language right words to choose to 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 speak I really can't give you the answer now <laughs> today how to how to get there and perhaps I'm also saying I don't know whether I am there being able to 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 show somebody else how to do it yet yes so perhaps I understand from your answer that you let it go and intuition and emotions will be guiding you yes through the yes. pathways between participants in a small community like yes. that so here I would like to ask you about that intuition yeah. versus preparation and good preparation. I've seen you that you are taking much time in the preparation. But You've seen prepar- a lot of me. I didn't show so much. <laughs> Perhaps thanks to uh, ICTs, from a distance we can see sometimes what some other people are doing. Yeah. And this is uh, one way of uh, communication also. Yeah. And I would like perhaps later to ask you about how are you using uh, technology and the virtual world for communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here, my question is about uh, preparation and, and intuition. Mm-hmm. So you prepare things, for example, for a training. Yes. And then you let it go. Yes. So how to frame that? How, how to, to mm. how to frame um, the the the, uh, the 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 work you are doing with the group, the play, mm. more particularly, yeah. and how much space you keep for your intuition later? Yeah, yeah. Um, when I um, when I had training, becoming a facilitator of sessions. Um, I um, uh, w- one of the uh, lessons that stayed with me all the time was uh, being a facilitator. Your instrument is yourself, and so you you, you can prepare a lot. You know, by making scripts or uh, knowing a lot of methods or creative forms. Um, but in the very second that you stand up and you introduce yourself and the program to the group, actually nothing is there <laughs> to keep you safe <laughs> except yourself. And um, uh, that um, perhaps thinking about it now, it has. Uh, help me to um, to understand my own intuition, how I should nurture it, uh, really, you know, sometimes feed it, sometimes stop it, sometimes uh, lightening it up, you know, yes. making fire, 
perhaps that's a a a nice thought for 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 today yes and um i guess when i am preparing uh the sessions perhaps perhaps i am struggling with my intuition so the, Do you the rational try to find where your intuition is uh true yeah Yeah. So by by uh, by experience and by rational thinking, um, you could decide on okay the program should be this this this, and the methods to be used should be this 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 because the training has an objective, and very often the objective uh, is is gaining hard knowledge, uh, some legislative model or you know, the people should learn how to. Uh, apply that model mm-hmm. that could be an objective yes and because that's so clear you need rational methods to to uh, offer people to work with yes but then creativity kicks in too or actually the question and how much fun would that be yes and uh, I, I I often try to explain to other people oh can you see the movie in your head can you can you have an idea of how the program would feel like if you would do it this and this way and for a long time there's no movie in my head it's a total blackout <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> but i guess after some uh after some time uh-huh. not clock time not clock time but time there there suddenly is a sort of movie in my head And sometimes I would even say, oh, I can feel it in my fingertips. Oh. So there is contact and there's touch. And that's perhaps, you know, the first quality norm. (laughs) (laughs) I pass. I pass the first quality norm. I can feel it in my fingertips. And then there is the moment of letting it go. Good. I, I guess that's the moment of, okay, in my mind, in the conscious or unconscious, It's somewhere there. Let's go and play. It's good you 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 you're mentioning you are yourself, and yeah. the only tool you have is yourself. Uh, and then yourself, and like every other human being, we always tend to be creative. We yes. are. Uh, we are bored uh, and things are getting very boring boring very easily and we would like to try some other new ways of doing it so but again creativity is very difficult to understand yes if it is new and you yourself as a human being also is different from any other human being now i have a question for you Creativity is difficult to understand. And I hear the word stand and understand. I ask you, is in the word of understand really an an action, an act of standing, holding still? It's a very good question. Understanding and to stand perhaps to stand my understanding of stand and understand <laughs> is that you don't go away 
and right. you stand to listen. Right. To listen to get meaning. Mm-hmm. And to understand means to stand under someone else because someone else perhaps is giving meaning to some context. Mm-hmm. And not in the sense the pejorative sense of being submissive. Mm-hmm. But rather in the sense of learning mm-hmm. from a master and the master is not necessarily uh, uh, or the teacher is not necessarily another person but perhaps the setting the environment mm-hmm. the travel the place uh, so understanding is a perpetual quest for something mm-hmm. but perpetual quest quest in the same place perhaps not necessarily traveling mm-hmm. Uh, in traveling, it is uh, questing for meaning, to make meaning of your yeah. you being there yeah. in that place, yeah. you going to some other play places. Mm-hmm. I am glad that you explained it in this way because my first um, uh, the first thought in my head was as if uh, because you asked me, can you understand creativity? If in the word understand was something like uh, stand still for uh-huh. standing still, mm. then it's contradictory to creativity. Oh. Uh, in creativity, there is so much flow and movement, flows and movements, and it's all the time there. Uh, so if you would really ask <laughs> me, you know, how how can you make uh, creativity to be understood? That will be difficult. I okay. think. And the one concession I can think of is uh, tapping in into uh, somebody's former experience of being in flow. Yes. If a person has felt that, like making music or uh, uh, writing uh, pieces and being so much, this is nice actually, being so much into it that they lose track with clock time, then they are in flow and mm-hmm. they are creating. And we call that situation a creative situation. Moment. <laughs> yeah. But again, I wanted to ask you, Yes. again, how to translate yourself how to How to others, translate yourself. yourself to others. How to present yourself to others, how to make yourself understood by others, bearing in mind the language barrier and the perhaps the cultural fans. First of all, I know that I could not, not to the extent I wanted. So in one of the trainings, I invited uh, an observer to watch my uh, performance and we had a lot of talks about it. So that's one solution I did. Uh, but in the, the trainings that I am involved uh, in, uh, I have uh, great interpreters, great interpreters. And um, we, we, and why, why would I say this? Because it only took five minutes uh, for them and me to understand each other and because they were willing to tell me uh, how they would do their uh, interpretation work. So my, uh, 
because it, it was my first time to work with interpreters, I also thought, oh, uh, should I take care of uh, what words to 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 use, or 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 should I uh, speak uh, more simple English? What should I do? I didn't know exactly, but uh, within five minutes. I understood I could perfectly be myself because the interpretation would be um, uh, carried out uh, uh, on the way how I behave. My body language was uh, interpretable. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I may have pronounced it <laughs> yeah. incorrectly also. <laughs> So that that is uh, uh, to me, it made a lot of sense, and that um, to me, uh, I felt at ease to use the words I uh, needed to use. Um, I didn't feel the language barrier, and I actually, I actually, I, 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 I gave all the confidence and trust to the interpreters. But you, how do you work this out? first at first stage do you work it out the interaction and the meaning and the communication between you and the interpreter first body language and then let the interpreter uh, translate this into the other language no no there there is no way of working it out beforehand because the moment that i'm i'm working i have no clue what i'm talking about actually or i, I well yeah. I have a clue, a clue about what I'm talking about, but I don't know the, the exact words to choose. I yes. don't know because I will react on what the group is uh, doing, saying, not saying, or the way how they look at me. So the choice of words comes naturally. That's, that's one thing. Yes. And then um, uh, I hope it works in this way because of the good actually great contact between the interpreters and my myself i uh, i accept every word they will use in the other language to reach the group and we do have a common goal here we do have a common goal and that's to serve the group so i can understand that uh, it's also a matter of trust between you yes. and the interpreter yes i think the the first the well, number one, number two, number three—it's the trust. Trust. Yeah. And and meaning perhaps can be improved and relayed into other languages and cultures, thanks to the vehicle of trust. Yes. What if you don't trust the interpreter or the mediators in general? Um. Scary. Scary. Yeah, really scary. Yeah. I can't imagine that when I am working that I also have to be worried about the meaning that I am giving the group, that the meaning is not the right meaning. I can't imagine that. It yes. would be so scary. so scary. It would withhold me in my work too. Or perhaps I can actually say you remember the fingertips yes i i lose contact with with i would feel it in my fingers then you'll feel it yeah i would feel it and it it harms so much it harms so much um it harms the instrument of me myself it harms the communication between me 
and the group resulting in they are not going to uh, get the goal they came for it would cause perhaps dissolution or deception in the group they they could sense the lack of trust between me and the interpreters they they sense it it's not something that you you know there are no words needed um it breaks the flow of learning it 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 it's, it would be so harmful what if the goal is enjoyment itself not a particular goal for example uh, that is uh, orchestrated and designed in a rational way uh, amusement and just to enjoy the moment in a play for example let's go mm-hmm. to the idea of play mm-hmm. uh, in a playful setting uh would you allow the interpreter not to be that very much faithful to your emotions and what you want to say but the result perhaps i don't say it's the same but the same impact that the interpreter took the group not the way you wanted not the road you have mm. designed but perhaps to that same goal which is enjoyment and amusement yeah so you ask me if the interpreter and myself suddenly are on different paths exactly um i i i well you know if would if, you do you feel yourself being betrayed no 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 because there is trust so of course of course somebody in the group and i include the interpreters there too mm-hmm. uh could take another path in that moment that's not a mistake that is not wrong it is reality and it is that what's exactly happening and i i would say it is part of my job to see it and uh, in a figurative way wave at that person and say hey i'm here you remember i'm your guide in this game why don't you come over here that's the the that's my responsibility to yes. do and uh in some cases it could be the participant in the session who is uh in the play but in this very magic circle of play the interpreters and myself are there too so there is really no reason for judging that somebody took a different path it and you know it it might be a good thing that that very person took another path because that uh, should have been the path to be taken by the whole group this is exactly play that surprises can appear and we stand still look at the surprise and figure out the meaning how is it possible that one person took another route are you saying that the interp you authorize the interpreter to have much freedom yes and a greater space for creativity and freedom to yes. do it the way the interpreter might judge it yeah right yeah um yes yes because it is the very example 
of communication mm -hmm. that you do make uh, I don't want to say errors you take another path yeah. you have an other interpretation this is the very mm -hmm. heart of communication and if you would judge that it's not good then you are harming the communication the dialogue I think and I, I, I really really get uh, uh, uptight about it now yeah. I feel <laughs> uh, to show how to communicate to other people uh, it shouldn't be a perfect show not possible not possible it should be some it should be a process and a and an exchange uh with um little nice errors uh, uh people you know waving at each other to come back to this point or oh allow me to follow you to that other point because i didn't think of that can you show it me again that is communication not the perfect show not the perfect translation of the words not at all not at all and that's why play is able uh, it is so good it's able to carry this process it's good you are saying i sound strict don't this I? you sound strict but uh, <laughs> there are so many other people in other experts they don't give the interpreters that uh, green light they would like to make them submissive to their will to their meaning to their everything they do it's a contradiction in itself because uh, if you are uh, forcing I think that the, the interpreter is exactly working in the space I don't know how to call it the interpersonal space the uh, not visible but very present space between the the the, 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 the the person who talks and the person who receives if you are trying to get across your meaning and you cannot trust the person who is in between don't speak Forget it. Don't exactly. do it. Or do it yourself, but accept the consequence. I'm sh nearly shouting. Don't I? Well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> getting out and emotion getting out. I'm really shouting about this. Yeah. I'm really that's shouting. Good. So, I think we are coming to the conclusion of this very nice conversation <laughs> about uh, so many things. Creativity, uh, language, interpreting, yeah. emotions, yeah. but also most, most importantly, the master and the frame of all of these, freedom. And it is good here because we are, uh, let's say, conducting this conversation in a facility that used to be... <laughs> a facility that prevents people from their freedom yeah. which used to be a prison here in Utrecht am I pronouncing it correctly Utrecht correctly yes Good. so with this I would like to thank you so much Union for this very rich and insightful conversation and I hope I have been able to dig deep into that space, <laughs> that very rich mine of emotions over there uh, to get something perhaps to students of communication, translation, language, 
and to help people get get rid of some misjudgments and misconceptions about communication, about meaning, about translation. And perhaps I would like to end with a, a message. I would like it to be a powerful message about meaning and intentions. They are not calculated yeah. in ones and twos. Uh, it's a matter of emotion. It's a matter, and it requires freedom. It requires creativity. And this is a message to all event organizers, to all uh, speakers. Give some freedom to interpreters, and they can do it better. I support you very much, and uh, thank you for this opportunity. I thought it was my honor to be able to talk to you. Thank you so much, Union. Thank you.